The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Abuse takes on many forms, from the scars that people can see to the ones that they can't. Are you ready to break free from what's keeping you from living the life you deserve to live? Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney. Hello, 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 everybody. This is Dr. Lisa, and you are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. And this show is a pre-record for August 4th, in the United States, and I'm pre-recording it in Bali, Indonesia, in Ubud, actually, at a beautiful spa and healing center called Taksu. You definitely should check it out if you ever get over to Ubud, Ubud in any of your vacation days, healing days, or just wanting time and space for yourself. Uh, we've been having a week's worth of Access Consciousness classes here, and I have another week of VIP sessions, one-on-one sessions that I'm doing with uh, beautiful beings that I've met along the way and that are flying from all around the world to be with me here. How did I get so lucky? So I'm really excited to come to you today on this topic called Empowering the Benevolent Leader Within. Now, as you all know, this whole show since the last two years that it's been on the air, has been all about empowerment and facilitating people to live radically alive beyond abuse. And we've been talking a lot about all the other ways in life that we can empower ourselves to become the leader we truly be, to get out more in the world and stop hiding our capacities, as well as find within that deep space within that knows that you have a difference, that you be. And I'm so excited to to talk about um, empowering the benevolent leader within. I have a very special guest who I'm going to introduce in just a moment. But I want to tell you a little bit, as I usually do, about what we're going to be speaking of. So let's talk about what empowering the benevolent leader within is really about. So have you noticed, everyone out there, all you 15,000 listeners in all the countries all over the world that are listening right now, have you noticed the multitude of change required to make a difference in this world? Do you keep wondering, when is someone going to do something about it? Where are the leaders for change? Are you a leader for change? Benevolent leadership is a a space of being where you can become the catalyst for a different possibility in your life and in the world. When you are living from a space of disempowerment, abuse let's say, and total denial of your very being, you may be wondering how to even choose the possibility to be a benevolent leader in your own life, let alone the world. How can you stand on your wobbling legs and know the greatness of you and the gift of leadership you have for this planet? 
I've worked with thousands of clients choosing to live beyond the suffering of abuse. And do you know what I most often discover beneath all the layers of self-hate, self-judgments, and self-torment is not a weak, pathetic, finite being. What I uncover are these infinite beings, powerful, phenomenal, magical beings with such a potency, a brilliance, a strength of such magnitude that they could shake the very foundation of this limited world we are living in. And that's why I'm so excited about talking and speaking to my very special guest and about this topic, Empowering the Benevolent Leader Within. So as we get into the show and as I bring on the guest here, I want you to see if you would be willing to ask yourself these questions and maybe even see yourself in these questions. What greatness of you out there are you so good at hiding? And what capacity do you have to make a difference that you are absolutely refusing? And what awareness are you avoiding that keeps you from being a catalyst for change? Would you be willing to look around you at those that you admire for their benevolent leadership and see that capacity in you. So with that said, everybody, I'm going to introduce my very special guest who I have the honor uh, and privilege of spending time with, with you over the next hour. And she's a benevolent leader. Her name is Chutissa Bowman, and she's the kind of woman that makes you stop and listen while provoking your curiosity and bringing out your desire for catalyzing change. So hello, Chatissa. Good morning, Lisa. Thank you for <laughs> such a wonderful introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I am so, so grateful to have your voice here. You're in Bangkok right now, correct? Yes, I'm on my last uh, leg of the trip. Uh, we've been doing the trip around the world for the past six weeks. So we are on our way home to Australia, finally. Oh, good, good, good. Well, I'm glad for that, and I'm glad the world has, has seen and been <laughs> with you both a lot. So as a globally recognized thought leader in human potential, you've been sending waves of consciousness across the globe and doing it so fashionably about benevolent uh, empowerment and benevolent leadership and empowering the benevolent leader within you. So I read in your bio, which we'll also post uh, and is posted as the, in the show description and on my blog on my website, that um, years ago... Many years ago, you left Thailand because, quote-unquote, it might have been too res- restrictive. Could you tell us a little bit more about that and maybe highlight what inspired you to go beyond it and do this benevolent leadership that you've been doing? Well, I was born into a, what you so-called aristocratic family mm-hmm. in Bangkok, Thailand, which is uh, very much a form and structure and significant about how you could be, how you should be, how you should behave, what's the right way and the wrong way of being, you know, how when you're in that level, mm-hmm. in that culture, you, you know, you have to be uh, conscious about what you say or not say and how you should behave and not behave. And that felt quite restrictive mm-hmm. uh, and not much freedom about who I could be as a person because I constantly have to watch uh, and and being judged about being right or being wrong all mm-hmm. the time. So, so and and that's not uh, that's not bad. That's a cultural things that everyone you know uh, choosing to live and function in that uh, environment. But for me, I want to have more. I want to t- 
totally know who I actually am and what I can become and what I can create in this world. So when I went to Australia to study when I was quite young at 15, I started to explore all kinds of uh, modality that allowed me to find out more about who I am. Wow. That that's amazing. And what what was that like for you about making that choice to choose you and then globally express that to the world? I think from knowing, you know, like I have never I, I never had what you would call uh um uh trauma and drama life. Uh let's face it, I born into a very good mm-hmm. life. And but it's still you know, you don't have to born into suppressive and trauma life to feel lack of freedom. You could born into the wealth and prosperous life, so-called in this reality anyway, but still for, so restrictive and not lack of freedom. So for me, I began to look at, okay, so, uh, so there's so many different ways that we can actually, actually create lack of freedom in our life and it is to do with what we have by from this reality as real and true mm-hmm. you know we can be in any environment and we can be anything in any way if we can choose to totally be who we are we we, we don't have to buy into any uh, point of views about anything so I began to start uh, being in the question about who am I choosing to be if I have to be in this environment and from that space I began to get the awareness about okay I have to be willing to be everything that I can be. So I cannot come into conclusion about anything whatsoever. And I have found that most people, you know, they, they get into the environment that feel that, okay, this is so restrictive, I have no freedom. They began to get into the judgment of right or wrong, good or bad, mm-hmm. and they see no space for any other choices. And that's the key. That is the conclusion. They get into conclusion that no other choices. Mm-hmm. And for me, I have to be willing to let go of all the conclusion and to start being in the question and ask what choice do I have here. I love that. I love what you just said there, Chatissa, because as you know, this show is all about moving and empowering people beyond abuse to live radically and even orgasmically alive and to get out in the world and stop hiding from under the covers mm-hmm. about the story of abuse. And most people with abuse, and even you know, for a decade or two, I was there too, could not even be the space of possibility. I even myself couldn't be a space of possibility when I was mired under the conclusions that not only this society um, says about abuse, but also what was locked into my body and and the environment. So regardless of whether you've had, you know, you've had the aristocratic upbringing, but you were also in Thailand, and I could imagine that there was a lot of disempowerment that you witnessed and knew about as well. And what, what might have, or how might you have given the aristocratic upbringing had that 50,000 foot view that maybe a lot of people still struggling today and listening on the show who are mired in it, 
um, don't have, what could you offer to them about taking that 50,000 foot view and moving out of conclusion? Yep. Okay. I, you know, it's so interesting when you, uh, you you had the introduction at the beginning about how we all, the magical mm-hmm. uh, power mm-hmm. person, it is so true. Uh, we we, we all have that power within ourselves, but we live in this reality that sometimes we buy whatever is so real that we cannot see that magical power that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us have such a really horrendous uh, upbringing and lifestyle that we could not even tap into that power. And being born in being born into aristocratic family can be seen as abuse as well, meaning that, you know, you come so restrictive. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do those. So in that in itself, some people can see that's abuse, but a lot of people say, well, that's not abuse, that is, you know, privileged lifestyle. So it's just a point of view, isn't it, Lisa? Yeah, it really is. It really is. But I love what you said because... People, like you said, aristocratic point of view, I mean, aristocratic family upbringing can also be very abusive. And I want to really put that out there and really allow people to hear that because you were so brilliant in what you shared that being so restrictive like that is abuse. It's abuse mentally, emotionally, physically on your body. It takes a tenacity of consciousness to actually be the space of you and ask questions like you're asking about what does something mean to you, what's right for you, what's light for you, and how you can choose to do what's right and light for you without following the, the aristocratic rules, so to speak. And that's what it does mm-hmm. take to live beyond abuse, whether you're in an aristocratic upbringing or in poverty or in a caste system or in an abusive situation right now. It really takes looking and choosing for yourself, and if you wish to make a change, that you have to be that demand for change. Like absolutely, what I know about those that have been abused, myself included, and and you know, being in a restrictive environment like you're talking about, that people do call privilege. But I got to tell you that that's not that restriction to me is not a definition of privilege that that I'd like to embody. So everything that is, let's just try and uncreate mm. it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Like, what really is the lightest, most expansive, freest potential and possibility of privilege? Privilege is choice. Privilege is to remember at all moments we have choice and we are a spacious being that can do something different in any moment. And privilege is a judgment anyway, Lisa, is it? If you yes. listen to that term when people say, oh, you you came from such a privilege. Totally. It separates it's you from others. It's judgment. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing is real. You know, I became... I, <laughs> Since I've um, been, you know, uh, being in the question and with access consciousness, I realize that nothing is real. Even being from the privilege or being poor or being riches or being wealthy, it's just a judgment that you have, mm. you know, based on something that's not so real. Right, and doesn't the judge all judgments lead us to restriction and limitation as well and conclusion? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. So this is really, really beautiful. So 
What I also know, Chitissa, about those that have been abused is that, and, and in any way, in the ways that we're talking about here, wherever you come from, is that what I have found in working with thousands of people, that they're the kindest, like most brilliant and potent people I have ever met. From, and I'm not just talking because somebody's had sexual abuse. I'm talking about what you. I'm talking about everybody that's been a guest on this radio show. I'm talking about every listener that's out there. I'm basically talking about every being because I really haven't met anybody that hasn't been judged or abused in some way in this reality. Mm-hmm. And like, what if our histories of abuse, like you've been doing, is a wake-up call to the leader you be, however you choose to be it? And what if you, we can all use our past to fuel our greatness in the present? Like, I wonder what the world would look like with all of us being our greatness and not our abuse or not our judgment or not our conclusion or not our restriction or not our limitation or not right or wrong or fitting into something because the culture says it or the family says it or reality says it like choosing because there's a whisper inside of you that says this is who I be and this is what I demand I wonder what the world would be like then would that be amazing and (laughs) it would begin with a choice that each one of us have to make Mm. really no matter what the position and what the situation we are in right now there is a choice that we have to make by start asking what else is possible. Mm. I think that's a key question because if we start asking what else is possible, we begin to have um, awareness that say there are other possibilities mm. besides what we are um, having right now. I love what you said, and I loved the way that you said you you added like energy to what else is possible and it just puts it put this energy on it and I hope you were listeners out there listen to the to the recording of this and then play this back again because Chichissa put this kind of extra expansive energy on what else is possible and as I was listening to you and you said that it totally expanded molecularly and energetically my whole being by that question. So let's talk a little bit about that question. Like you said, it all begins with a choice and asking what else is possible. So if we're talking about empowering the benevolent leader within all of us, and we're talking about what greatness of you are you so good at hiding, and what capacity do you have to make a difference that, you absolute, that you're absolutely refusing, and what awareness are you avoiding that keeps you from being a catalyst for change? So if we're asking people on this show to ask themselves those questions, what else would you suggest to them, you know, or contribute to them about the what else is possible here? I suppose, um, you know, for some people that in this moment are in such a, uh, you know, not expansive uh, life or expansive environment, please, please realize that there are, other possibilities but first and foremost you have to be willing to uh, receive and acknowledge that there are other possibilities besides what you are enduring right now mm-hmm. if you don't believe that there are other possibilities then there are no other choices and there are no other possibilities so the first 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 step is to receive and to actually look at, okay, there is truly other possibilities. And 
it is truly possible for me to choose something different from what I am having right now. Unless you can actually perceive and receive that, there will not be an open door for you to even ask what else is possible. To be able to ask what else is possible, you have to be willing to recognize that there is truly other possibility and there is truly other choice that you can have. That is so beautiful, and I'm so grateful that you shared what you shared. So everything that doesn't allow everybody listening to the show to know, be, receive, and perceive everything Patricia is talking about. She's talking about choice. She's talking about asking what else is possible, what else is possible. She's talking about recognizing that without choice and with with concluding and limiting and limitations, you're shutting down all possibilities. And then, and then there's no recognition of the possibility of change. And that is what's destroying the leader within ourselves and also the earth. So everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate that, please. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And one, like it's, it's kind of like I'm, I was so excited for this call uh, and speaking with you one on one here in this way and for for the world because of this very energy that that you bring and I saw it when we were at in India too I've seen it many times but when we were in India at the seven day with Gary Douglas and Dr Dane here and you and Steve um, got up on stage with Gary and we had a day or a morning talking about creation in India and I remembered this palpable. And I still have it to this day, this palpable um, and visceral expansion in my body and in like my cells, just from you three sitting up on the stage, asking questions, speaking to the energy of creation. And, and that's a gift. And I'm sure you know this, but, but I want the world Thank to know you. this. That's Thanks, a Lisa. gift. You're welcome. That's a gift to be able to embody simply by being and being the space of you on a stage with presence, with, you know, 200 people watching you and however many were, you know, online. And now we have 15,000 listeners here that are going to get the same thing. I really wish for you all out there to expand your energy as space. And Tritissa, we do a lot of all the Access Consciousness tools on mm-hmm. here, so you could say and do anything. <laughs> okay. um, and I would just want to take a moment here to have uh, everybody expand as space, because we're going to go to break soon. Um, expand as space, 500 million miles, up, down, right, left, front, and back. Really expand, right, left, up, down, front, and back. What energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to expand and receive, acknowledge and be the energy that Chutissa is bringing in front of thee? Everything that that brings up and lets down, everything that doesn't allow that, let's just destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what energy, space and consciousness can you all in your bodies be to continually ask the question, what else is possible? What's beyond this? How does it get any better than that? And what can I choose here that I've been refusing to choose that if I choose it would benefit me, my body, society, the world and the earth eternally? Everything and anything that that brings up and lets down. Let's destroy and uncreate that, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. 
So, my friends, we're going to go to break. We'll be back after the break. You've been listening to Dr. Lisa and Tachissa Bowman, and we're talking about benevolent leadership, empowering the leader in you. We'll be back after the break. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Okay, everybody, this is Dr. Lisa with Chetissa Bowman, and we are back after the break, and we are speaking about empowering the benevolent leader within. And you're listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, and as you know, or if you're just tuning in, this is a pre-record coming to you from uh, Indonesia and Thailand, that's where Chetissa is, and I'm in Indonesia, and I'm sorry that we don't have live calls uh, live about availability for you right now, but I trust that you're going to get some great information just listening to the show. You know how to get in touch with me if you want to share your thoughts about this particular show, and it's at VA, Voice America, at DrLisaCooney.com. And on the blog, on my website, you can read all about Chutissa and catch up with um, her and her wonderful happenings with her husband and herself. And do you want to talk a little bit about um, benevolent capitalism in the book as it relates to uh, benevolent leadership? Well, say- what we, what mm-hmm. we are uh, working on at the moment is to inspire people to embody and be benevolent leader. Mm. benevolent leadership in their own life. And Steve, my husband, and also with Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, mm-hmm. we are going to uh, facilitate workshops, uh, the first one in Melbourne, just to 
inspire the business world, the leader, and all individual people to look at different way to live their life and mm-hmm. to become a benevolent capitalist instead of just anti-conscious capitalist, because the world really needs to have different form of um, you know different form of capitalist right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, some of you might think, oh, I'm not capitalist, but <laughs> hey, let's face it. We if we are still you know earning money, using money, spending money, and all those, we are capitalists. So. Exactly. Uh, that's basically we have to look at different way that we choose to lead our life and different way we choose to be in the world. We can't keep on destroying the world the way we are doing right now. And if we all choose to be a benevolent leader, we can look at how we can create a greater world and a greater possibility for the world. And our byline is a better world starts with you. And that is so true. Mm. A better world starts with you, no matter who you are and what you are doing and being right now. A better world starts with you. And that is just, I love it. Because it's like benevolent leadership, you know, becoming the catalyst for a different possibility in life and in the world. And with this show, which is also why I wanted wanted you on this, because you guys are talking about, and I know the the workshops are coming up for, you know, benevolent uh, capitalism. And the book is out, and that's available on Amazon and Kindle and also on the Access Consciousness uh, website um, for all of you listeners out there right now. So definitely take a look at that and see how this can, um, and these words from these brilliant beings can take you to a new possibility beyond where you're hiding, beyond where you're stuck, beyond where you gave given up possibility because the world needs you the world needs you the world is waiting for you and there are people that only you you 15,000 listeners out there that that really only are waiting for you to wake up so they wake up so the question to you is what is it going to take for you to stop hiding and to stop using your past as the reason and justification to not change, to not live radically alive, benevolently, as a leader, as a capitalist, and as a being in this reality. Everything that that brings up and lets down, lets destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Chitissa, what words would you say to those that may find themselves desiring to be a catalyst for change, a benevolent leader, a benevolent capitalist, and don't know where to start? I really uh, like what you just said before, Lisa, when you said beyond where you are hiding. Mm. And that is so true. I mean, if you are not choosing to embody and be a benevolent leader or any kind of leader in your own life right now it is because you are hiding you are hiding your power you are hiding your capacity and basically you are hiding magical power and a lot of time you're hiding it so well that you don't even recognize that you are hiding it and you don't even know that you you know you hidden all those power and you know once you actually able to awaken to the fact that, hey, I think I have this power and I have been hiding it for so, so long Mm -hmm. and start to recognize that, what if 
what if I have that power? Maybe that would be the first question. What if it is true that Lisa and Chitisa are talking about that I have power? Mm. That is true. That is the first step. Just ask your questions. That question. What if it is true that they said that I have the power? What if I have that magical power? What would it take for me to embody and be that? What would it take for me to recognize I have that? Mm -hmm. I know for some of you, it is so deeply hidden that you might not uh, think that it is true what we are saying, but what would it take for me to have that? Are the first two questions. I love that. I love that. And anything that doesn't allow you to remember those questions, ask those questions, or write down those questions, everybody. Listen to the replay again. Let's destroy and uncreate that. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what would you say to the listeners? Because um, we, we do have a predominantly female uh, client base here or listener base here, to, to my knowledge. And I apologize for the men out there. I know that there are significant, a couple of thousand of the, of the listeners are men, but predominantly out of the 15,000 listeners, they're, they're women. Right now, what would you say, and then we'll ask the man question, same question, but to the men, what would you say to the women out there who think perhaps that benevolent capitalism, since we're talking about money, and benevolent leadership is, is for the men and not for the women? It, that is such a collective unconsciousness in this reality, isn't mm-hmm. it, Lisa? <laughs> that we women actually gave up the power mm-hmm. uh, to to other people about financial awareness and financial reality, and the the, the weirdest things that I recognize uh, from talking to a lot of people around the world is that it's not. It's not just one culture. All the women all over the world seem to have the same point of view about finance, about money, about financial reality. Mm-hmm. You know, they could be in Scandinavia or they could be in Asia or they could be in, you know, um, America or Australia. Mm-hmm. The women tend to say, okay, you know, I don't know enough about money. These are sort of the things that um, the the men seem to have more right. understanding, but that's not true. There's a lot of men who don't have financial awareness as well. So basically, financial awareness is also a choice. Mm. You know, we, women, uh, we, everybody in this world have capacity to expand our financial awareness. It's a choice that we have to learn, we have to educate ourselves to have that. And, you know, for me, I was a bit like that. I was working for a major corporation. I have a senior executive in the major, um, you know, um, retail world in Australia mm-hmm. with a really 35 to 40 billion uh, a year budget wow. mm-hmm. in my things. But when I came home, the first, uh, you know, when the first, 20 years of my career, I used to allow Steve to, um, you know, be in charge of our personal finance. It made no sense at all why I can be in charge of major, um, major, what you call, um, business. Mm -hmm. But when I'm home, I thought, oh, well, that that would be my husband uh, in charge. He can be in charge. (laughs) Life. I didn't take much right. uh, notice of our personal money and thing, and it's pretty. 
unconscious really in that right. in that moment that that I could actually truly have uh, capacity to have financial awareness and could develop capacity to uh, invest and to be uh, to to expand and grow our finance. And one day I had um, a conversation with Gary Douglas, the founder mm-hmm. of Access Consciousness, and I just asked him a question about, you know, I know that there I can be more and what need to change, something that need to really change in my life. I knew in that moment, but I didn't know what it was. And he asked me a question. He said, you know, you, you have capacity to be and do everything. What if you choose to become um, CFO, with chief financial officer of your own life. Mm-hmm. How would that change your life? And wow. Like, wow, that's amazing. I've never even thought of become a chief financial officer in my own life. In fact, I never even thought about take charge of our financial <laughs> life. <laughs> even become a chief financial officer in my own life. Mm-hmm. And it is, this is just a weird thing to suddenly thought, Wow, that is a great question. I never thought of that. I never even thought that I want to have, you know, anything to do with finance. I thought I just let Steve do it. He can do it well. I don't have to worry about it. And that question that Gary asked me totally, totally changed our reality, our financial reality and our life. So let me just say that everybody that's listening, everywhere that you are blocking, receiving the change that that question can be for you as a woman or a man, can we destroy and uncreate that right now? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be, regardless of gender, in this reality, to be the chief financial officer of your reality? What would it take? Anything that doesn't allow that. Destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And Trichissa, I love that, like... There's a couple of gifts that my body's just getting so giddy about that you've already given me on this show. So I'm grateful for you about that because, awesome. as you know, I'm leading this, you know, business, this beyond abuse revolution. And, you know, it's taking me all over the world and it is requiring me to step up in my own financial awareness, to step up in my financial knowledge, to step up in my financial acumen and to be able to go to here, Indonesia, to go to Hong Kong where I was and Australia and Hawaii and Sweden and, you know, all through Europe and Denmark and doing all of that um, myself as a woman in this reality through the principles of benevolent empowerment, benevolent leadership and benevolent capitalism. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. So, and then what would you say to men just for, just for fun? I know you'd probably say the same thing, but let's just put it out there so they're not excluded either (laughs) about benevolent leadership and benevolent capitalism. Maybe some of the myths that men have prescribed to not just women about the awareness financially that we were talking about. What would you share? I think uh, I think it's all pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the point of view that you have that create your life and your reality, whether you're a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of women who's amazing at financial uh, awareness and financial world mm-hmm. from the start, and mm-hmm. and a lot of men who are amazing at that. And there's some men who, and and there's a lot of men who are not. 
right that as well so whether you're a man or a woman it's please recognize that it's your point of view that create the barrier and the limitation to how you actually create your reality and your own life and when we're talking about benevolent leadership in your own life benevolent is not just about kindness it's about having total generosity generosity of spirit and uh, create a sustainable future and sustainable reality and sustainable planet. And when we're talking about sustainable, we're not just about talking about survival. We are talking about growth, expansion, creating generative possibility in your own life and in the world. So that's why I'm so, so, so excited about, you know, introduce this benevolent leadership in your own life to the world because if everyone can actually choose to be a benevolent leader in their own life, they will start being in the generative moment of possible mm-hmm. for themselves and for the world and for everyone concerned. Absolutely. And then that definitely contributes to everybody's health and wellness and happiness, their bodies and the happiness on the planet, the earth and the happiness with the earth. And then what type of different world would that create? Wow. Gives me chills just perceiving the energy of it. And and like, what would you say to people, Trutissa, about... um, Selfishness. Some people have brought, and I know we're probably going to say it's it's an lie, it's an invention. You know, it's a limitation. But let's just see if we can peel this open a little bit about mm-hmm. like selfishness in considering themselves first, um, and how that might tie into being a benevolent leader in their own life, like choosing for you in some realities and in some cultures um, where family, let's say. There's an obligation to family first versus to yourself first. Maybe considered like, uh, you know, a sin, you know, to be to use some strong words or to be they may be banished from, you know, the family in some respect. So let's talk a little bit about how selfishness can actually benefit benevolent leaders and benevolent capitalism. Sorry, I just missed you for uh, about two seconds then, so I I didn't hear what you said at the end. Oh, sure, no uh, problem. Um, I'm talking about selfishness. People in this reality, you know, if you do something for yourself, you're being selfish. When you, you know, follow that choice that, that what's light for you is what's right for you. And how we can move people um, beyond that so that they can... Uh, Okay. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. the choosing for you, can, there's so many people misidentify as, and misapply what choosing for you means. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, first, choosing for you doesn't mean you're choosing against someone else either. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you're not, when you choose for you against the world, against the family, against everyone else, that's not going to create expansion. So when the word that we say choosing for you is more, more like what will create greater possibility for you and for everyone concerned is more like choosing for you. Because if you're just choosing for you and you destroy everything else and destroy everyone else, that would... would that would not be, you know, expansive. 
receive, and that would not be a benevolent leader. Mm. So when we're talking about choosing for you, we were talking about, so what, what would this choice create for me and for everyone concerned? So when you're choosing for you, you were choosing from being the question. If you're choosing for you from being the, in the conclu- from the conclusion, then you could create selfishness. Mm-hmm. If you're choosing for you from a space of being the question, choice, possibility, and contribution, you cannot be in the space of being selfish. Would that wow. make sense? Oh, my God. D- does that make sense? That just blew me out of the water. That is that is so, so big. Now, for some people that may have missed it, would you say it again, but maybe in a different way about when you're choosing from conclusion, you're choosing the selfishness? And let's just say that again, because I think that is so beautiful. Yeah, well, you know, cho- from when people say I'm... I'm being selfish because I'm choosing for myself. Is that a conclusion? Mm-hmm. You know, just first ask. So I'm choosing just for me. Uh, is that a conclusion? If you choose it from a conclusion of what choosing for you mean, you get awareness from, is this a conclusion that I am choosing for, for me? Because if you're choosing for yourself and you destroy everything else and everyone else from the path of choosing, mm. that's not going to, to be expansive and that's not going to be the path of benevolent leader. So if you choose from being a contribution, contribution and choosing for you, then that is expansive for everyone concerned. Is that, is that clearer? Um, uh, it was yeah. so clear the first time. I just loved it. And I have never had anybody uh, on the show speak so clearly to something that like, I've known in my guts. And to have you say it like that out there for the listeners, for myself, for the world, just brings you know tears to my eyes and gratitude to my heart. So thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. And because it's, it's, I get that question a lot and I've talked a lot about it, you know, like selfishness is like being selfish, like self care. And, but the way that you bring it into the empowerment uh, piece and leadership and capitalism, it just, you know, took it to a whole other level. And I think that's going to really, really make a big difference. So everywhere, all of you out there have, Uh, misidentified and misapplied selfishness as um, a wrongness of you instead of and blocking out the possibility of the expansion of what is true let's just try and uncreate that right wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds and i've talked about this chatissa but i loved how you brought in the the choice possibility contribution uh, choice mm-hmm. question, contrib- um, possibility, and contribution. Yes. Can you speak a little bit more about that for the listeners so that they really hear it again? Okay, so, so the key thing that I, I tend to look at is to let go of any conclusion whatsoever. Whenever we, we t- the whole world, you know, we all tend to have propensity to function from conclusion, assumption. And that's come from the, um, the point of view of collective point of view of this reality. And before you know it, you just go right into conclusion about anything, even the, uh, the thing about being selfish. That's obviously would have to come from collective 
point of view that if you do the certain thing, that is selfish. If you uh, do this, that's selfish. So before you even buy that as real and true, you have to ask, so, okay, this is such an interesting point of view. I'm sure Lisa talked to you guys about uh, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. So whenever that point of view that comes into your uh, awareness or into your mind, just first starts that, gee, this is interesting point of view. That I have this point of view. Is this true? Always start with the um, questions before anything else. If you have any point of view that come into your awareness, into your mind, first say, interesting point of view, I have this point mm-hmm. of view. Mm-hmm. I wonder whether this is true for me and what needs to change. Mm. So that's start with questions. And then from the question, then you have choice. Mm-hmm. But if you can't start with the question, then you still function in the conclusion and and the choice you make will come from making from the conclusion and assumption that based on this contextual reality. Wow. That is so beautiful. And thank you for that. This show, I know I'm going to get emails, Tritissa, from people saying over and over and over again how much they appreciate what you're sharing and how clearly you're sharing it. And you're giving them pragmatic tools as well to to question the conclusions they get into, to keep them in that space of generativity yeah. and creativity and what else is possible. And that's what I was talking about in the first segment about why I was so excited and wanted to get you on the show is that that I, I don't meet a whole lot of people generally, Gary Douglas, Dane being one of them, yourself included, that that are that space of being just simply being, completely being. <laughs> that, you know, can be that energy and like then molecularly, you know, people change and expand um, just in the presence listening to the words. And that is so important especially for this show, not, not only for the world, but for this show, because with abuse, our zone gets compacted, like our bodies, you know, restricted yeah. because our energy was infiltrated, our space was violated, and our consciousness was anesthetized in kind of like file not found yes. when the shock and trauma comes. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so your, your, the presence of your being you know, and I'll, I'll use everything to my advantage and everyone that I know to allow the Beyond Abuse Revolution to get in through as many people as possible into that space of being again so that people can get to living their life, creating their life, and moving beyond the limitations, the conclusions based on the past story, based on what you grew up with, based on what happened to you, based mm-hmm. on, based on, based on. Because all of that is the backwards constriction, destruction of um, their aliveness. And so basically they're creating dead, <laughs> which is yes. not creation. It's just exactly. deadness. And, and when you were saying that, I, I just got such a clear awareness that a lot of people are now functioning to, in the space of no choice. Yeah. Not, I mean, like they create a space of no choice. And if you function in this 10 seconds of the space of no choice and you believe that you have no choice, then that's you are absolutely correct. You will have no choice. So you have to break, break beyond the no choice and start asking questions and being in a generative moment of, you know, the question, what else is possible? Breaking beyond the no choice. We're going to come back after the break and we're going to follow up with that. That is, that is 
beautiful and that will be perfect for our final segment. Okay, my friends, this is Dr. Lisa and Chutissa Bowman, and we've been talking to you so amazingly so about empowering the benevolent leader in you. You are the change the world has been waiting for. Will you receive that about you? We'll be back after the break. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Lisa, and we are back with Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, and my very special guest, Chutissa Bowman, who's just rocking it. I'm so excited you all get to hear her brilliance and that I was able to listen to the whispers of consciousness, and we were able to find a time here between Indonesia and Thailand, and it never shows up the way you think it's going to show up. So what I said before we went to the break, that I would like to follow up in this final segment with, you know, breaking through the wall, the barrier of the no-choice reality. And so, Chatissa, like, what, what would you like the, the 15,000 listeners? Now, if they, were, if they were, and they are, your audience, and you're standing at a big stage with a podium, which you're kind of doing, here are these 15,000 people that are going to go out in the world and be now these benevolent leaders and benevolent capitalists, at least starting on it. They'll go out and get your book. They'll start reading about this. They'll listen to this radio show, and all of a sudden, they get hit with that no choice again, that where they're going, the momentum that they had from this radio show starts to dwindle, and they get back into that no choice reality. What would you tell them? You know, when you start uh, feeling or believing that you have no choice, one key tool that that came from access consciousness, really, is about interesting point of view. I have 
this point of view because uh, our point of view create our reality. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you get into, oh, you know, these two people, Lisa and Chutisa, can talk about this thing because they break beyond uh, no choice. Please recognize that we all can came from that space. So it is truly possible for you to break, to go beyond the space of no choice. So whenever that point of view or that belief or that thought came up, just say to yourself, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And you don't need to do anything about it. Just just keep saying that because that will break through any way of the point of view and let you recognize that those point of view is just the construct. It's not real. And if you can break through that interesting point of view, I have this point of view, and keep saying that to yourself whenever negative thought coming up. Sooner or later, you'll be able to start asking, so what else is possible? What mm-hmm. else is possible? What else can I create and generate in my life beyond what I have right now? But if you have the point of view that I have no choice, you're not going to be able to even ask what else is possible. If you keep thinking, I have no choice, it will just keep you con- contracted and so suppressed. So just keep saying, interesting point of view. I have this point of view that I have no choice. And sooner or later, you're going to see the space open up that you will be able to ask, okay, what else is possible? Because what else is possible is a question that creates um, what you would mm-hmm. call generative moments. Mm-hmm. It's about being in the generative moment when you ask what else is possible. Wow. Chutisa, you're amazing, and I could just sit here and listen and have this conversation with you all day, but unfortunately, we're, for us and the listeners, we're, we're coming to the end of our show. And what I would like to tell all of you beautiful listeners out there is no choice is a lie. So whatever it is that you've told yourself, let's rescind, revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate the forever commitment to having a no-choice universe. And anything that doesn't allow that to be, let's destroy and uncreate it for thee. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And we'll leave you with this, my friends. What energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to choose to be the benevolent leader and the benevolent capitalist you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that, anything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now remember, everybody, the world is waiting for you. Be, stop hiding, be your capacity. Listen to this recording over and over and over again. Whenever that lie becomes a little bit more of your reality than it may be right now, because it'll take you out and take you beyond, and we need you. Don't we, Chichissa? Absolutely, Lisa. And thank you for having me on this show. And thank you, all of your listeners. Oh, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Okay, my friends, we'll be back with you uh, next week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Have a great day. Enjoy Be the Leader You Truly Be. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours.